Hello, dear one, and welcome to the Higher CEO Self podcast. I am your host, Emily Bird, and today I have a very special guest coming on, Brandy Brasso. She is a realtor, a hypnotherapist, a coach, a shamanic practitioner, a psychic medium, and not necessarily in that order. Her life's purpose truly is to radiate joy and live to a point that it's just contagious to help others fulfill their own needs and thrive. You can find Brandy on Facebook, Instagram, and on the web, and her contact info is linked in the show notes. So we're going to welcome Brandy to the show today, and I just want to give you a little bit of context as to why I picked Brandy for today's episode We felt a soul connection from the very first conversation we had, and it was just one of those conversations that I had with someone, you know, when you're just like in deep, beautiful, aligned, ethereal space with someone in a conversation, and you just feel like, I feel like these words need to be shared. These words need to be shared with the collective. Well, that was the kind of conversation Brandy and I were having. And I just felt really called to bring her on and recreate that vortex of connection with you. And it's when we allow ourselves to do that, I feel like we we have the opportunity to really connect to being in the divine channel and being in the divine channel is what it is about to be in your higher CEO self. Right. So I'm really excited about this conversation today. It's going to be a completely open book where we are in exploration and in discovery of each other, sharing stories, relatable moments, parallels in the journey And I truly hope that it's something that serves you on your own path to freedom, expansion, and divine connection. So without any further ado, let's welcome Brandy. And here we are. (laughs) Welcome, Brandy. Thank you. Great to be here. Thank you. We were in our virtual green room, I call it. <laughs> we were in the prep room chit-chatting before I clicked record. So here we are. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here. And what was being said in the green room, I think this is great context, was, so what are we talking about exactly? And I basically told Brandy, everything and anything, there is so much depth to this woman, this incredible being. I <laughs> I know the conversation will not go wrong. So I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Higher CEO Self Podcast. You are amazing. Thank you for being here. And thank you for being so vibrant today, as always. Thank you. I'm super excited. So I came with no agenda. I'm just going to let you lead the way. Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing I want to address is the jewelry. (laughs) So I just, if you haven't seen Brandy in person, you need to just lay eyes on the beautiful creature that she is. And there's a vibrancy that you always have about you. And it's not the vibrancy that comes from your hair color, which is on point as a former hairdresser of 12 years. I know how hard reds can be and your red is fire. So (laughs) Like me, but we're like these copper blondes that want to vivid up. Yeah. 
So your color is very vivid, but it's not just her hair color that emanates that vibrance. It's how Brandy shows up. It's the space that she holds. It's the wisdom that you can feel from her when you're in her presence. And also the jewelry is on point. So I mentioned in (laughs) your intro, all of your beautiful roles. You are a realtor. You're a hypnotherapist. You're also a coach and a shamanic practitioner, a psychic medium, not necessarily in that order. So I would love to hear more about like your story, your journey today. Um, But first, the first thing I saw when I saw you today, and I want to acknowledge this was and you know, I'm big on personal brands. If you're listening to the show, you've heard me talk about personal branding over and over again. What I saw when Brandy came on zoom today was Brandy being the embodiment of all of those labels. I just stated being the embodiment of her work and being the embodiment of her journey down to the earrings that look very shamanic goddess warrior esque. I'll say. So I wanted to acknowledge the earrings, the jewelry, the hair, the everything, just how you show up, because I feel like you are such a beautiful example of authentic personal branding, even if you haven't even like, even if it's blind, I'll say like, I've never even looked at it in that way of personal branding, but yeah, this is, this is who I am as a brand an imprint out here in the collective, in the world, how I show up. So I am so grateful you're here. (laughs) Yeah. Can I just, I, um, you know, working with people, that's one of the things that I think really resonates with me is people finding, um, their self, remembering themselves, remembering that play, that, that exciting part of being like a child and expression. Mm -hmm. And I recently had a conversation with my mom. Um, I said something about, you know, being outside of the box and everything. And she said, you know, you always have been, she said, even when you were a kid, you had colored outside the lines. And I looked at her and I said, what do you mean? Like, really as a kid? And she said, yeah, I honestly thought you were just really bad at art. And she goes, but you would just say, I don't want my picture to look like that. And color would explode everywhere. <laughs> so, oh. It's like, not a lot of things that I've done in my life have been conformist. And that's what I would like to help people like explore like that joy. Oh, wow. Down to not coloring in the lines. (laughs) Like literally. (laughs) Literally. I love that you just shared that. That's amazing. So you can't plan this magic. Okay. So what a beautiful segue into like who you are for others and what you want to help your clients achieve. And so I would love to hear, like, if you could give us like high level, your story, how did you get to where you are today what have you gone through high level because I know it's a lot (laughs) yeah but you know to be honest I had a conversation with somebody the other day about um the fact that you know I really I really want to have real honest hard conversations with people sometimes and um I was like you know but it's so heavy and their response to me was once you have the conversation, it will no, no longer be heavy because it will be light. And it almost like, I know, it literally brought tears to my eyes because, you know, I feel like we're in um, we're in a world that everybody is striving for perfectionism, you know, and stuffing down so many things. And so when you ask me how I got here, um, it was not an easy path. Like, honestly, I... Um, 
I mean, I'll just make it very, very brief, but I dropped out early, you know, experimented with drugs, had a child young, um, you know, had a lot of domestic violence and a lot, um, a lot of, a lot of things that I went through with my family. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I also went back and got a college degree when I was a single mom in business and, you know, had to be accepted to business school and, um, you know, had another child when I was in another not so great relationship. And I feel like all of these things have culminated in me having to not see myself as a victim. And um, I think it's really important because, you know, when people tell people not to be a victim, if they haven't gone through those things, it's not really a fair statement. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I've had enough adversity in my life that I can really help people realize that that's a state of mind and that that's not where they have to be. Mm -hmm. Because to me, you know, when you think about yourself as some things happened to you, you give away all the power. And when you realize that these things were something that you experienced and then you take all the strengths and re reframe the perspective, then you are in power, even though those things shouldn't have happened, perhaps. Right. But sometimes, you know, they happen. And I hate to say this when they're hard, but for a reason, because there's growth that can always happen. So yep. all of those things really um, kind of, like I said, culminated into um, suicidal attempt, all kinds of stuff. Um, and like, I, you know, I know you said keep it light, but I mean, this is real because yeah. It, it took me on a, on a shamanic journey. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think my, my computer just froze up. I'm sorry. Hopefully you can still hear me. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. You're good. Um, I started sh studying shamanism with a pretty profound mentor and in the shamanic world, you go through what's called a soul emergency. And it's, mm -hmm. it's like you're butt butted up against something that is so painful that sometimes you do start thinking about, um, suicide or you know just you can't stay in that space right mm -hmm. because it's an emergency mm -hmm. and it's also an emergence because once you get mm -hmm. to the other side there's nowhere like you're no longer that being and that is truly like the metamorphosis that I went through wow I I yeah. love this and also I want to highlight you didn't say this but I can see where not only victimhood, overcoming that story and helping others do the same, but also breaking free from the, I want to say societal shame model. I, I'm, I can relate to being a single mom, having my son young and I was 22 and I've, I've been the solo parent the whole time. He's almost 15 now. And there's so much of a stigma that comes with being a single mom uh, not even as much as it does for a single dad. Like there's something or, Absolutely. you know, with the dad, it's like, Oh, did the wife die? Did the wife yes. die? It's like, you, you it's like, it's a single mom. It's like, mm -hmm, you did what you did. And now we'll look at you. You know, yeah. it's like the yeah. shame, the societal shame model. So I, I wanted just to like, I, I know that's been part of your journey as well. And I can parallel myself with that. Can I share another story with Please. that? Um, yes. So you know, it that right there is just, it's, I'm about to share something that I thought was so profound. So, you know, I was, I was 17 when I got pregnant with my daughter. I had her um, a month before I turned 18 and there was a lot of stigma. I mean, I wasn't 
even allowed in some of the family things. Anyway, mm -hmm. so it was very hard um, and a lot of financial struggles and everything. And then unfortunately, because I hadn't healed, I you know have another daughter. So I, I have a 31 and a 14. And um, again, because I hadn't healed, I picked the same type of partner. And so I ended up being a single mom again, uh, which honestly has been a blessing. But a couple of years ago, I made a statement when real estate was starting to get so expensive. And I said um, to my friend, I was like, God, you know, I am so glad I'm not a single mom anymore because I could never afford this. And she looked at me and she said, what the beep, 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 you know, are you talking about? And she was like, what about a radio? And I was like, oh my goodness, I am still a single mom, but the paradigm of being that broke, dependent single mom is so outside of my sphere mm -hmm. that I didn't even put myself in that space. Right. Isn't that incredible? I'm yes. 100% a single mom, no support, no nothing coming in. And I didn't even identify with that brokenness anymore. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> it was and a story. I, I love that. It is an old identity. It is a story. It is part of an experience that we have. And it's a, also a choice. It's what we get to upgrade through. Yeah. And I can relate to this. I remember when my son was like in elementary school, you know, fourth grade, third grade, fourth grade, some of the parents at his school, we lived in a very affluent area here and it was a nice school. And, you know, they would project onto me that victim, that shame that, oh, your life must be so hard, that struggle. I would get those projections from them. And I was at that point in my journey where I was transforming from the shame identification and the victimhood identification. I was really coming into my power as an entrepreneur and a leader mm. and a guide. And I would resist the fuck out of that, Brandy. They would like, I remember this one parent in specifically, I remember her and I remember what she said to me. And I remember the energy that I felt in the exchange. And I was like, oh no. And I was like, in my resistance, I was like, I'm good. I'm actually great. Like, <laughs> Hey, good money. Absolutely. I have a great vision for myself. Thank you very much. But, and so it came from a kind of activated place, but like underneath the core, I was doing my work to move yeah. out of that. And, and that is so courageous when we do that. No, If it's not single momhood, it's another stigma. Like it's so courageous to, to uprise back to return home back to our true essence and who we really are on a spiritual level. I agree. Mm -hmm. I mean, because honestly, like I feel like raising my children now that looking back, my oldest daughter, you know, I mean, like I said, I was so young when I had her, but she's um, about, she's in her third year of medical school. She's about to graduate next year and be a naturopathic physician. I mean, like, Amazing. I love the fact that I got to raise these girls in a way that felt in alignment for me. So I think it was a gift. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so my next question is what drew you into shamanism? I... I am so curious because I feel like in a lot of spiritual spaces, people can, well, I know for me, the very first thing I always thought of when I heard of shamanism before I really dove into the work of shamanism was like, oh, plant medicine, you know, it's like getting, getting high in the jungle off combo or whatever. And that was my misunderstanding and misconception. So I know now what shamanism is and, and I, I work with an incredible shaman as well. I'd love to hear your journey with that and why you chose that um, philosophy. That's kind of interesting because it actually kind of chose me. Yeah, it happens <laughs> oh, like that. <laughs> yeah, it, and so hypnotherapy did as well. Um, mm. So I was always very uh, aligned with Native American traditions and, and religion, if you will. 
Um, and yeah, that was always very um, poignant to me, but I actually had a girlfriend that was going to study with this shaman teacher. And next thing I knew he reached out to me and I was like, I don't know if this is for me. Mm -hmm. And it was so completely in alignment. So, you know, I don't think that I chose it, but the interesting thing is, is that, um, you know, when it comes to soul retrieval and all the journeys and everything else, I mean, they just intrinsically like filled my soul, but it was interesting too, because, you know, even from like the hypnotherapy world, you know, it's like the disassociation and like, there's ways that, you know, they kind of do like soul retrieval, but not in the same shamanic way. So mm-hmm. it's all just been a marriage of so many different beautiful aspects. Um, but as for the plant medicine and everything else, that is definitely not, uh, something that I personally am in alignment with really, because I, I mean, not, I'm not judging anybody else. Everybody's got their own journey. I feel like I sit too far on the edge of seeing things and you know, <laughs> communicating with people that have passed that I don't know if I'd ever come back. <laughs> but I do think, you know, that there is, there is, uh, a learning and there is an experience and then there's a dependency to consistently feel that. And, and I think people, I I would urge people to be very cautious that it's not an escapism. It's a growth. Mm -hmm. So I feel very, very adamant about that. Yes. Yes. There's it's with all things that shadow does not escape this spiritual world. It, it is there as well. Um, yes. And we yeah. are physical beings, you know, I mean, right now, right. So we have to make sure that we're doing both. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. And really embodying the human experience has been on the next level. My, like one of my greatest experiences recently has, has been embodying my human experience with the level of acceptance that I've not had yet. And with that, on the other side came so much bliss, peace, presence, like next level presence and ease and clarity. And for me, this is when I hear like shamanic traditions and spiritual growth and expansion and the other modalities and being in a psychic and or medium psychic medium ship that channel there is it's undeniable what is revealed to us and we are here to receive that and embody it and live in through it so my question to you is when it comes to the callings of your soul and the purpose that you hold, the impact that you feel called to make through the avenues of your work as a coach, a healer, all of the other hats that you wear, like who are you meant to serve and and what are you here to help them with? What has become really clear to you? What's been revealed? Um, I love that so much because it is, it's like the more that I'm working with people, the more a common theme keeps coming up and, um, and bear with me because you're going to be like, what, but everybody is completely different and exactly the same. And by that, I want to lean into that for a second, because 
we all have our unique like soul gifts and experiences the way you were raised the way i was raised the way we were interpreting everything i mean two people cannot have the same reality of anything so we are individual and unique and i think that there's a disservice when so many people are trying to fit into little niches when finding their own soul expression, it would be Mm. so very, very valuable. And on the flip side, when I say that we're all the same, I find that there's so many people that feel so lonely and alienated because they think that having money issues or upper limit issues or insecurities or not feeling valued or the traumas or the lack of love or all of these things, it's a human condition. Mm -hmm. And I think that you know, when you're in that feeling like you're so completely alone is what is so isolating. If we all understood that that person that we're comparing ourselves to, even though they may not look like they're experiencing the same thing, somewhere in there, something like that is happening. And it's how we decide to work through it and present and really like heal right? Mm -hmm. So that's the difference. So I think like when you ask me what my soul thing is, it would be to really have people intrinsically look inside themselves for their own self-expression and find their joy and heal through all that discomfort of thinking that they're alone and isolated. Mm -hmm. How's that? (laughs) Yeah. And, and I would add to it that really, I see you helping others become who they are here to be, like who they're made to be, who they desire being. I know this is a focus of, of the work I do with people as well. And I relate it back to that, you know, like really, and it's what I've been going through myself in the recent upgrades has been updating my belief system, making sure that my identity, like who I believe myself to be at a core level is who I say I want to be and is able to hold at the capacity that I am calling in to my life. And I feel like this is like this, people can get stuck in that space of trying to take the old into the new. And this is why we start to loop. And that's, you know, that's what I tell people too. When we're looping in the, in the same thing, we just can't get past and it just takes somebody. I like to say that, you know, I feel, oh, there's so many things. Okay. So hold on. So recently, like with the psychic work and everything that I've been doing, um, I've had a lot of people coming to me that have never experienced anything like it. So I have so much joy that there's that trust to, that I can help them open up like that world. Right. Um, and what it really is, is like, as a psychic, like I can tell you what I see, but that's just a catalyst for, you know, something that you basically usually intrinsically know that this is a fact. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I take like the psychic knowledge that I have, the intuition, whatever, and really use that to ask the right questions. Because when you're answering your own questions, that's where the healing is. You know what I mean? So I like to hold up the mirror, ask the questions and stop that cycle so that you can get past that, that wall. And I, I'm so honored because I feel like those are the people that actually have been drawn to me. The people that have always had one way of doing things and they're, they're seeking 
like I'm having so many people reach out, like I just got chills, like how many, like so many people are reaching out that are absolutely seeking and realizing that there's more, but they have no idea. And so I feel like I'm, I'm coming into um, a point of, you know, like I almost just got emotional. I, I've had so many beautiful people that have stepped into my life that have helped me through the journey of obviously getting past where I was so sad, right? Mm-hmm. And now I feel like my mentors have gotten me to a place that I would like to start mentoring others and, and doing that. Mm-hmm. So when people are coming forward to see me, I feel so blessed because I not only can hold space for them in like this realm or that realm, like we really discuss what is lacking, what what would benefit them. And then we work on a an emotional and mental, you know, like a spiritual like it's the whole entire thing. So I'm just, I'm really, really happy that I've had all the modalities to be able to identify. Mm-hmm. Does that yes. make sense? Yeah. It feels <laughs> like it's straight from the heart for you. Like the, the calling of the soul and the purpose and the impact that you're here to hold and create it. It really does come from your heart and it comes from your experience. And I would, I would offer it. It's that desire to, to serve and to elevate humanity. So people can have their own version of this freedom that you've created for yourself. That's what it feels like is freedom. Yeah. It's what we all want. Right. I, I don't know. I have kind of a story and I don't know if it would be appropriate, but it was pretty profound. Um, just because I feel like, you know, we all go through things and sometimes you just need that, that affirmation, that, that that outside thing to just say you are on the right path. And then all of a sudden things really start shifting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, share it. <laughs> so go for I, it. <laughs> we're going to go deep for a second, but I swear it's, it's pretty profound. To I me. trust you, Brandy. Um, <laughs> So when I was going through, you know, I, I had a, a very, very traumatic uh, episode. It, it involved being held hostage and and weapons and, and things to my head. And, and wow. it was, just, it was bad. Um, but I never really processed it like I thought I had and everything else. And um, after that, there was some deaths in my family and things like that. So that's when I had started to feel suicidal. I just really wanted to, I would say, you know, I just want to return home. And, and the pain was just so unbearable mm-hmm. that I honestly felt like, you know, people, people don't understand when you're in that space and really that depressed, um, you feel like a burden to others, you know? So when people attempt suicide or do something like that, you know, it's never to, get attention. I mean, I guess I can't speak for everybody, but for me personally, you know, it, you, you just get to yeah. a place that you just feel like a stain. So henceforth, you know, I, I, I was in the hospital and I was in the psychiatric unit and everything else, you know, and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And um, again, this whole emergency mm-hmm. and they let me out and I was like, you can't let me out. You know, they let me out and they gave me more pills. And so that wasn't a good idea. Right. So I ended Gosh. up, at, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, they, this guy came in and, you know, Emily, I don't, he wasn't a doctor. I think he was like a, just somebody volunteering or something. I wish I had this more concise for this, mm. but he came in and he had this jar with one marble in it. And 
and he was like, he basically said, you know, you're that marble and you've allowed yourself to become so isolated that nobody can even give you the love that you require or want. Wow. And he said some more things and I don't remember them, but I swear, whatever this man said to me gave me the will to live. Okay. Mm. Like, it was, it just made so much sense to me. Girl. This was, that was probably about 13 years ago for, well, I guess 16 years ago. I don't know. Linear time doesn't work for me. Okay. <laughs> You've so, said that. <laughs> I want to just say side note. She told me that like four times in our first conversation. And I was like, okay, I get it, Brandy. We it's won't so tell time. <laughs> so moving forward, uh, this last year, my dad passed away and there was a lot of, a lot of baggage that went along with that. Yes. Um, a lot of healing that needed to happen with that loss. So my brother and I are cleaning out my dad's room. And this is, this is like last year, every Mm -hmm. single thing that I had gone through when I said that trauma and everything else, Mm -hmm. um, somebody had broken back in my house and it it brought that things up. So everything that happened in my lifetime, it's like spirit brought things back up that I thought I had healed, but didn't. And I mean, they were consecutive. I mean, last year it was, it it was, it was brought. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it was brought. It was brought. But with each thing, I really was working through it and held in such a beautiful space. And Mm -hmm. so my dad passed and we're cleaning out his room. And my dad was always very eccentric. And there might have been some drug issues to go with it. So there were some things. And (laughs) I I took one item from his room. And um, it wasn't until a couple weeks after that I was driving and I was thinking about how coaching and, and all of the hypnotherapy and everything really needed to take more of a, a front seat for my life for people, because mm-hmm. it was, it was kind of on the back burner. Real estate was kind of number one. And now I'm kind of, you know, yeah. so I'm driving with this item that I took from my dad and I looked down and it was a blue jar with one marble in it. <gasps> and whoa. And it occurred to me that that one marble had saved my life in the past. And here it was riding around in the car with me as I was ready to do this shift and really step forward to help people. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm, The gift. Isn't that, isn't that awesome? (laughs) How can you not love life when it is so synchronistic in this way? And that is my point. There's always something if you pay attention to help you see whether or not your soul feels in alignment or if it's not. So I love that story so much. Thank you. It may be on the cover of my book one day. (laughs) I feel like a marble in a glass jar is the cover of your book, (laughs) at least the first book or one of the books. Thank you for that. Wow. That is so profound. And I can relate to baggage when dad died. And it's interesting, the gifts that we receive in that process. That's amazing. Hmm. So thank you for sharing that. And I honor you. I appreciate you. And I love your journey. And I love getting to know more about your journey and being able to share this with the world. I feel like you hold such potent medicine with just your perspective alone, much less not even considering the space that you hold and facilitate for your clients. And that's, that's so amazing. So 
Um, how are you working with people now? Like how, if someone's listening and they're like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> what, what are they going to get? What is it going to be like? What's the space like? Um, well, I, I see a lot of people in person. I have, um, started to work more with people on zoom. So it really just depends on what people are looking for. But, um, you know, I, I um, fortunately, I have gotten more comfortable with the computer <laughs> and, and, you know, cause energetically, uh, you know, it's, it was something that I had to ease into. I, I yeah. mean, um, just because I feel energy so intensely. So yes, if yeah. somebody is out there and listening and they would like to work with me, then absolutely they could get a hold of me and we could work remotely if that was necessary. Where is location for you? I, I didn't have that Tacoma, in Tacoma, Washington. She's in Tacoma, Washington. Do you have yeah. retreats or any in-person events or? Actually, I'm working on some retreats. And oh. because uh, one of them that I'm working on, you know, I see all these beautiful retreats and um, it's like just going and, and really finding your tribe and everything. And mine's going to be kind of like some work. Uh, basically, I think I'm going to call it Inside Out. Mm. Not like the movie, but kind of uh, where... <laughs> You know, we're, we're living in a perpetual state of external. And so I really want the whole entire thing to be focusing on getting all of our things out and maybe even doing some workshops with some eyes closed. Yes. So, yeah. 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 I love that. It's true. I feel like for me, this was part of my biggest upgrade yet that I've experienced recently. It's, I keep talking about it, but um, yeah, no, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's like the again, fully embracing this is the human experience. This is what happens on the external. It doesn't, it it doesn't have to embed into my psyche and my identification of myself. And mm, with that, it doesn't have to dictate my future. It doesn't have to create results. Like I can create my results from a new identity. I can whatever I believe is gonna be what creates the results in my life the experience that I have, the, the relationships that I'm in, my magnetism, who I'm attracting and what I'm attracting in. So it's, it's so good to, to do that inner work. That is what is needed when a coach comes to me or, or, you know, some service based entrepreneur provider, when they're like, I just need the next strategy. Like this, the strategy is not working. I need to know my strategy. I, I look at the inside first so we can do the outside strategy, but there's, there's something with inside around vision, clarity, and belief, belief that you can be who you want to be, who you say you want to be. You can have what you say you want to have, that you can hold what you say you want to receive. Like that work needs to be done in order for us to, to grow and scale and succeed and keep going on our path. Cause the impact driven path is, is not without potholes and rocks, you know, yeah. like it is yeah. a path. It's one you get to walk fully. So yeah. you gotta be and, like emotionally equipped for that, you know? And there's a book that we read in real estate and, oh, I, I probably, I don't want to, it's not bashing it because it's written beautifully and it, it helps a lot of people. But in, in one instance, it's like, basically, you know, are you going to be a victim? Or are you going to be a doer? I don't know if doers, what the actual mm -hmm. term is, but I was reading it and it just, it was such an unfair statement because 
you know, no one chooses to be in that mentality, right? And it's not like, oh, I'm going to choose this versus being successful. I mean, that's not even a thing. Sometimes you have to like take it way down to get all of those blocks and stories and everything out of the way so that you can even heal to get where you want to go, you know? And so it's not like, oh, I'm just going to choose to not like not be a victim because that's, it's just, you know, some of us really have gone through some things that we don't have the ability to shift, shift the perspective yet, yeah, you know? That's right. And sometimes you just need somebody to kind of hold your hand yes. and hold up that mirror to say, no, no, you are beautiful. And this is what you deserve. And it's just a different way of thinking. And not all of us have had that presented to us yet. Mm. Mm. So I, I love you as the nurturing the nurturing goddess mother providing and serving <laughs> that space. Like that is, I mean, I would totally lean all the way into your arms in that container. You mm-hmm. know, if that's what I was coming for, like, whoo, yes. So that's beautiful. And this is not, this is not ordinary space to hold people. Like there is something to be said for that depth of capacity that you hold for clients. Yes. Yeah. And, and I just want to piggyback on that too, because it's interesting. Cause obviously, you know, I also am in the real estate realm and I've been teaching a lot of classes, you know, with yeah. that and the upper limits and, and money mindset and things. So people are like, well, do you, do you help with business coaching and such? And I say to them, you know, I'm not the person that I'm just going to hold you accountable. Like I'm not an accountability coach, you know, Mm -hmm. that is not me. Most often, like I had a gentleman come to me one time for hypnotherapy and he said, you know, I want to work on being um, a a more successful salesperson. I want to learn it being more assertive. And he says, I don't want to talk about mommy issues and everything. That's not why I'm here. Well, that's a hundred percent. Absolutely. Where I ended up going. Right. So I, I say that only because with the business acumen that I have and everything, I have the potential to help people identify all of these things, right? But sometimes finding out where our upper limit comes from and everything else is a little deeper. So I just, I feel like that was important for me to share because I, it's not, I just want to make sure that it's coming up that I can hold space in all avenues. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. And you become a strategist and a consultant when you stay on the surface yeah. and, and the true transformation and what our, what I believe our soul really craves and why we start on the entrepreneurial journey in the first place is the deeper work is the deeper transformation. This is why I love business so much is because it can call you forward into new dimensions of self and being and living and experiencing life at each turn. And, and to have someone that holds that space for you as you're growing and evolving in your impact and your consciousness in your own healing journey, it's obviously we believe in it because we are it for people and we seek it out for ourselves as well. Like there's, this is, this is next level living. And if it's available to you, why would you not want to have it? And even if, even if you don't want to have it, that's fine. But let's like, it's who we, it's who you are a stand for. Like that's it. And, you know, I was thinking about, I was driving the other day and I was thinking, and it's like, I think that there's also this, you know, with everybody kind of trying to look the same, feel the same and everything mm-hmm. else. I think there's also a misunderstanding. <laughs> and I think there's also a misunderstanding that people, not everyone's success looks the same. Not everybody's goal is yep. this six figure, 
you know, entrepreneurial. Like some people, the goal is contentment. The goal mm-hmm. is happiness and joy mm-hmm. in life, right? Mm-hmm. And so it just, I just started thinking about some of the people that are, you know, content in that in the job that they, they, and it's a nine to five job and everything, but they're joyful, they're peaceful. And that's where, you know what I mean? Like yeah. all this comparatism, that's a word. <laughs> yes. It, it just, I just wanted to give like that some peace of mind because Please. we're not all the same. Correct. The, yeah. the, how it's been glamorized being an entrepreneur and, um, oh my God, needing to it's, travel, need, yeah. needing to travel, needing to look a certain way and everything that is just not the reality of anything. So I don't know. I just think that's really important because I, I see people for who they are and not this mm. big shit. Mm. Well, I, I <laughs> totally feel that from you and having, having a real like a straight shooter having a real presence in in this type of transformational container and relationship is the way to 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 get to your way is is what i want to say it's like i'm not going to say it's the way to the way but it's <laughs> the way to get to your way we yeah. want to keep that as real and as authentic as possible so I, I honor your commitment to that authenticity and, and really helping people from the inside out. And I love the name, by the way. <laughs> so I think that's great for the retreat and a retreat with you would be such a retreat. So keep us posted on that as it evolves and comes to fruition. What a beautiful manifestation and plan you. that you get to have for yourself and your business and your community. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're such a gift to people and I've enjoyed our time. Oh, me too. Me too. Such a gift. Um, so your contact information is linked in the show notes here. So if you want to get in touch with Brandy, you know how to do it. Just check the link in the show notes. We've got brandyhealingme.com. Love the website name, personal brand embodiment. You guys, I'm telling you. Brandy has it going on also on Facebook and Instagram. And so we'll, we'll make sure that we can get in contact with you easily, easily. Can I I say one more thing, please? The, The Brandy healing me was actually a point of contention for me because I don't do the healing. The people do the healing, but I thought it was an easy name to like for people to remember, but that's an important point for me because I don't heal anybody. I I assist in, like I said, holding up a mirror and people do their own journey. So mm-hmm. sorry. I know you were trying to end it. I just had to say mm-hmm. that. <laughs> I love that clarification. It's so true. And it it is, it's, it's right. It's catchy. <laughs> so yeah. it's a catchy domain name for sure. And also let it be known that you heal yourself, not me. Don't come in with that codependency. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I love it. I love it. So good to have you today, dear one. I appreciate you. You are such a gift, such a light. And thank you for being who you are in the world. Your medicine is needed. So, so beautiful to witness you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. We'll see you next time.